Hello, hello, what's the crack? Welcome to my third episode. A couple of days after launching my two episodes podcasting journey with you, I have given it a lot of thoughts about the story I'm telling. What I have realized, and I want to say this to you, the Malaysian blow-in isn't just about being critical about food. Yes, of course, food is something I will always talk about. Because food is my love language, especially living overseas for such a long time. However, that doesn't mean I only talk about one thing only, right? I always love a big talk and telling stories. I'm not a big fan of small talk. And I hope you know that everything coming from my podcast is merely based on my own perspective, my own experiences in life and my story. So if it is not related to you, perhaps you take in your own advice on your own free will. Jodie Foster said, I'm not interested in being perfect when I'm older. I'm interested in being narrative. This line relates to me so much. Showing your hidden talents out on the internet can be scary. Because let's be honest, not everyone appreciated it. You'll find your mechanism of fear kicks in like, what if nobody likes it? Or all kinds of criticism or you might see some small amount of jealousy. So, you choose to not show your work and rely on others to tell your story. Stop. Just like photography. Yes, I have been through experiences where I was solely depending on a so-called professional photographer to take photographs of my children in any events or shows or activities, but I was really disappointed. So, I self-taught myself to take photos by myself with my cheap phone, even if it is out there to break the rules. I would do it. I mean, don't hesitate. Just do it. You don't need expensive gadgets to take photos, right? So you don't. Misleading Asian takeaway. I self-taught to cook however authentic I liked. There is no way as if you miss home and crave for authentic Asian food fix. Learn to cook yourself. No other way. Instead, use your work, your voice, 
your story because somebody out there is to be here to hear your message or secretly like your work. Your talent. You never know your story speak to certain people because you have been through experiences or certain challenges, and because of that, people can relate to you. Ultimately, don't expect validation or approval from others, because it is simply a nuisance. Shine brightly. So here I am, having my very own solo podcast gives me courage to be myself. I'm taking the next step to live a life that's true to myself by telling my story and feelings. It's about mindfulness and knowing myself, why I am following it every single day. I am envisioning to see where my story takes me. I hope I can inspire you all to find your own voice and be who you are. Create your own path. Don't be a copycat. And lift your truth. Start working on your dreams. Just my two cents. Today's episode, I want to share with you a little story of myself about everything, everywhere, at once. And how I found my hidden talents and turned them into passion. In October 2010 until 2014, I was going through a dark depression in Kuala Lumpur. I knew I had to make a change. In November 2010, I married the love of my life. In 2011, our firstborn daughter Sunza was born. I quit my job after more than 10 years working in the technical recruitment industry. It was time to move on. While juggling my baby daughter at the time, I was the owner at a recruitment startup of my own. That didn't stay long as I realized it wasn't my path anymore. While I am thankful for the lessons I learned, in 2014, our son, Killian was born. When Killian was four months old, we decided to move to Ireland for a new chapter of life, which is when I began my full-time housewife journey over this side of the countryside. I started to adapt to my new life. I've been through many challenges that you could never imagine. Getting to know my community better, but never easy when moving strangely by yourself to a new place, trying to make new friends, being a chef for my little family, 
been a 24-hour mummy for more than 11 years. The journey was never easy. There were really tough moments. My craving for hometown food, the lack of finding authentic Asian ingredients, the mental health challenges of being so new to the country, or at least feeling not fitting in the community. You know what? These have to come off. Be brave. Have the courage. Life goes on. Something else, not just a stay-at-home mom. So the other day, my daughter said something along the lines like she said to me, "Mummy, you can be a private chef. You will be a great podcaster, even if nobody is listening to your story. But I will. You can be a photographer all you want. I love all your photos." Go traveling by yourself for one month. You can do it, mummy. My season as a stay-at-home mom had come to an end. Not ending there, you know what I mean. But my new identity as a podcaster, a private chef, come, mummy. <laughs> Imagine myself to be somebody different. I don't know about you, but I refuse to blindly conform. I always wanted to do my own thing because I believe anything that attracts your interest, you will somehow take a leap of faith. In school, I take part in public speaking, singing, cooking, drawing, dancing, writing calligraphy. Drama class, learning how to speak English was my only aim. Given the fact that I had my first six years primary education in Chinese school back in Malaysia. After completing primary school, my parents decided to send us to a private school to learn English. So for most of my high school years, I was learning English. 
and I always know I have to brush up on my English. Even if it means paying expensive school fees. At the time, I knew my parents did not have the money. And I remember, I think they borrowed money from a loan sharks just so we could get an English education. Back in the 90s, loan sharks were scary people as if you ever watch in Asian TV dramas. They pour red paint or vandalism on your house as a means of threatening you if you don't return the money by a specific time frame. My parents were lucky. Their loan shark was in fact very low profile. Every month the loan sharks would drop by my parents' hawker store unknowingly like a ghost to collect money. True story. What I am trying to tell you is that my parents played a very important part in my life. Especially my dad who was very education oriented. When I was five years old, I drew a picture of a Port Dixon beach and my dad would frame up my picture the next day being so proud of it. He continued to encourage and discover my talents in whatever I do until the day he died. dine in a restaurant and the chef cooks you a meal, but you are able to tell the honest truth about what's lacking in the ingredients. It means no nonsense after you have just taken only one bite. That's talent, not criticism. You are also able to plot twists a leftover food and then to make it and to turn it into a delicious meal. If this is not talent, I don't know what is. These are one of the examples. During my career days, I had no knowledge of any technical recruitment terms, but I managed to fill in thousands of software engineers' placements to various multinational companies, and I was also selected as an exclusive internal recruiter for these companies until the day I quit my career. At that point, I knew my hidden talents consisted of strong communications and interpersonal skills. That's when I was able to apply psychology and kick in in my job and how to handle my candidates and reach out to my clients. There's this Chinese saying, 天时地理人和, direct translated as in time, weather, uh, the geographic, and people. It also means not just talent, you know. It also meets the above criteria and 
hard effort and perseverance. I work seven days a week. I cancel all my friends' dinner most of the time. I was anti-social, mind you. Even if it means to call all my candidates on a Sunday, because time is for me is of essence, I would do it. I I was super crazy. The pressure from the top management on my recruitment placement sales was critical. Client chasing for talents. My aim was to be able to become a top recruiter in the company. I wanted to save enough money to so I could quit my career and do my own happy things and chasing dream. I was able to negotiate with one of the best software engineers I found from Penang, and to convince him to move and work in Kuala Lumpur was such a challenge, as my client wanted no other candidates but him. I worked so hard for this candidate, and for my client. This candidate was really hard to please, but what can I expect? He is one of the best candidate I ever hate hunted so far. I don't want my work to go back to square one. I really don't. Right. Once you identify your talents, you work toward the goal. There's no other way to achieve that. You know what you really want to achieve. Bold was my middle name. I know the word bold sounds negative to many people about me. Deep inside, I also know I was disliked by some people or colleagues. Who cares, right? So most of the time, I don't give a damn on how people think of me, whether I'm making the right choice or not, when it comes to my career or anything I do. Because I know that nobody cares if my recruitment sales drop or zero placements, does it? The recruitment industry at the time was extremely tense. So many competitors. I need to move fast. I need to secure the best candidate in town for my clients. I want to save lots of money to fulfill my dreams and bucket list. Honestly, reputation is the last thing you'll need to focus on when it comes to your career and your dreams. Nobody cares seriously. Having talents is a gift. I know they are. For me, I've always known and discovered I have lots of talents within myself. 
And this is the time to shine bright. I utilize my talent to lead me on how to live my life. I don't know about Yi. Whenever I hear people telling me that they don't have talents, I will tell them that they need to discover it themselves. You can't say you don't have any talents or hidden talents. Everyone has them. That's my two cent. So, you probably think, since I have a recruitment background, or most commonly people who had tried my home cooked food before my thing, oh, you should venture into the chef industry, or you should run a restaurant. You might probably get popular. Uh uh-uh, um, no. That typical path is not my path. Maybe in the future, I don't know. They say never say never. My old works and memories are just to remind myself where I was coming from and what brings me today. My new path is something to be. It will be shining like a bright star, with or without anybody. So, what's next for me? This is the question I often ask myself every single day. I ask myself what I really wanted to do in my life going forward. What's inspired me the most? If I don't start doing anything, something right now, then when? These are the questions that resonate with me all these years. And then came early this year, the feeling intensified even more that I wanted to fully utilize my talent and to do something that makes me happy based on my true passion and talent I have had with me. I am envisioning building an online talk show and that it also doesn't tie me down to a location or reporting to no one, but only on my own terms since I have all the time and freedom. Then, that day, my husband was listening to his favorite podcast. The late Anthony Bourdain came to my mind suddenly. It got me thinking about my own dreams. I believe there's no such thing as coincidence, right? Bam! Podcasting is calling me. confidential for nearly four times and I never get bored of it. 
I would read it all over again and again whenever I have the time. I don't know. By just reading his book, his descriptions of the scene, the food, the places he went, his intonation, his voice as though he's bringing me and I'm traveling and eating all the good food with him. I'll imagine sitting beside him on a plastic chair in Vietnam, slurping a delicious piping hot noodle soup by the roadside, or having Assam Laksa with him in Penang. He seemed like a very nice guy, down to earth, street smart, entertaining, authentic, great personality, spontaneous, bold at times, adventurous all the time, but yet no nonsense when it comes to cooking and food. He was such a perfect chef and TV personality. If you ever watch all his Food Network shows like I do, you can see how he genuinely likes to eat hawker's food. And he has instant knowledge and is open-minded to try all kinds of different styles of Asian food. I feel like he truly knows his food and he has all the wow factor, which to me is a plus point. gives me so many possibilities to shine in my own way. I can freely give you a real talk about food that I like to eat and why I am so picky and critical. I can give you tips on my cooking technique and how to cook authentic Asian food. I can also convince you that you really don't need to get famous or a Michelin star if you know your food is good. I can also tell you why culinary skills don't necessarily matter, although it does matter sometimes. But you know, when people are eating your food, they don't necessarily care about how hard you make it or how beautiful your plating is. Believe me, they just care if it is tasty or nasty, seriously. I like to talk about how I love writing, taking photographs all these years. Well, I generally write and capture photographs a lot about life here in Ireland. So being a podcaster allows me to have the biggest space to write my own script, which I really enjoy doing. Being a podcaster also allows me to talk about people and friends that I met over the years. Most importantly, it also allows me to give 
compliments and reviews on all the restaurants, be it from my travels around the world or dining in Ireland or beyond. Not being arrogant, but yes, I, I think my podcast is not something to be sugar-coated. That's not I want. That's not what I want to do on my podcast. My podcast is solely my voice from my personal point of view, in my honest truth about food and everything else in life. I don't make it a trend, or rather suit the locus, or I would not give you overrated compliments when your food is not good at all. I feel so fake for being dishonest. In my first episode, I have already told you that I am not a celebrity chef, but I'm a very critical food critic, and I will always give you honest reviews about the local Asian food scene in Ireland. Some good, some bad, no prejudice. It is the topic I always wanted to share with you all. Let's be real. If your food is good, good reviews from me. If your food is not good, I will tell you it is not worth a try. Simple as that. I have so much to learn in making my podcast as my passion going forward. I promise in my upcoming episode I will get into the story about the Malaysian blow-in into more details. Stay tuned for my next episode. Have a nice day.